week and we went through um, the names, um, the people accused of um, being witches and whatnot and the, and the horrific stuff that happened out there. Um, I wanted to touch more back with uh, Giles Corey and that is because I got mad respect for that man. I, I've ever since starting the, not the podcast, but that, that episode and researching just strictly on Salem. His story really, really intrigues me, and it, and like I said, mad respect for him, like, beyond belief, because he never gave up his principles. Exactly. He didn't just go along with everybody because of it. He was murdered because he was refusing to say it. Well, either way, he would have been murdered, but he didn't go down admitting to, to being something that he wasn't. He mm-hmm. stayed true to himself, his family name, and, and I just, that's so commendable. It like, is. There was a lot of strength that he, you know, he actually, you know, ended up turning the tide of the witch trials mm-hmm. with with his execution. Like, the torture that that man went through. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to even fathom that. With the idea that people came from all over to stand around and watch him. Mm-hmm. Get pressed. Get stoned to death, essentially. Like, I, I just, let's take a moment of silence for that man. And we're back. So. <laughs> and then. <laughs> it just, it, it's it's so hard for me to wrap my head around it. Uh, well, they literally dug a hole, placed him in it, <laughs> put a board across his chest, and every hour they would ask him. He wouldn't confess. He'd say more weight, and they would put a boulder on it. took two days. Two days of that excruciating pain. Well, this man had three wives. He was a strong, strong man he had anyway. To be with three wives. <laughs> oh, three shit. different wives. Yeah, like holy cow, that was a strong man anyway. But he, just to think about going through that amount of torture, just because you don't hear that stuff happening today. People get tortured every day. I I get that, but nowadays you don't hear about people getting mm-hmm. stones put on weight, more weight, and more weight, and more weight put on. Could you imagine that? Like no. It's just... And just until you crush, like, I, yeah. wow, just, I, I, I actually have no words for that, but, um, let's, we'll get into a little bit of his history. So he was born in England, and it said about 1611, that's a really long time ago. <laughs> um, he was the one of six men to be executed. But again, he was the only one that stayed true to who he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't, yep, I'm a witch, kill me anyway. He knew he was going to die. But he wasn't going to die in a lie. Like, so in March of 1692, Giles Corey insisted on attending one of the examinations of Nathaniel Intergrall's tavern. Martha Corey tried to stop him and Giles told others about the in- incident. A few days later, some of the afflicted girls reported that they had seen Martha's specter. Martha's specter. At the Sunday worship service on March 20th, in the middle of the service at Salem Village Church, Abigail Williams interrupted the visiting minister, Reverend Deotent Lawson, claiming she saw Martha 
Martha Corey's spirit separate from her body. Martha Corey was arrested and examined the next day. There were so many spectators at the, that the examination was moved to the church building instead. On April 14th, Mercy Lewis claimed that the Giles, that Giles Corey had appeared to her as a specter and forced her to sign the devil's book. <sighs> People had some bad weed dealers back then. Something. <laughs> Giles Corey was arrested on April 18th by George Herrick. The same day as Bridget Bishop, Abigail Hobbs, and Mary Warren were arrested. Abigail Hobbs and Mercy Lewis named Corey as a witch during the examination the next day before magistrates Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne. Before the court of Oyer and Terminaire, on September 9th, Giles Corey was accused of witchcraft by Anne Putnam Jr., Mercy Lewis, and Abigail Williams, based on spectral evidence that that his spector or ghost visited them and attacked them. <sighs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and see, and that's all they were required to do is have, you know, you know, spectral evidence. Have a dream and then tell you about it. Well, you know, they didn't have to have real evidence. It was, you know, their word against somebody else's. And this, the witch trials, is what really kind of changed the tide of our, our court history because then right. you had to have real evidence. Right. After all this was said and believe. done. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the Which reason, um, see, I always thought that they were also burned at the stake. And that happened over in England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and in the United States, it never happened it only hung, because... Right? They, they were hung here. Yeah, and it was because um, if it was a defense against the church, which over there you know, they considered it to be, mm-hmm. you were burned. Here, it was a matter of state. So yep. that's why you were hung. Oh, so when it got over here, they took it to a whole new level. Yeah, it was you know level. it was um, it wasn't church related, so to speak. It was political. Jesus. Ah. So Mercy Lewis accused him of appearing to her as a specter on April fourteenth, beating her and trying to force her to write her name in the devil's book. Anne Putnam Jr. testified that a ghost had appeared to her and said that Corey had murdered him. Giles was formally indicted on the charge of witchcraft. Corey refused to enter any plea, innocent or guilty, simply remaining silent. He probably expected that if he tried. He would be found guilty. And that under the law, if he did not plea, that could not be tried. If he did not plea, he could not be tried. He may have believed that if he were not afraid and found guilty, the considerable property he had recently deeded to his son-in-laws would be less in danger. So that was like we were just talking about before we started the podcast. People were after his land. Mm-hmm. He had significant land that everybody around him wanted. Oh, yeah. So for them to say, oh, yep, he came to me in a dream. You know, if we get rid of him, this is the easiest way at this time because this is what's going on, all the hysteria. Let's just do this. Makes it easier. No questions asked. We can get away with murder. Yeah, because back then, you know, if um, you admitted to being a witch, they would go in, they would take... They kicked out your family. Mm-hmm. They took your home. They took mm-hmm. your land. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of hatred in this. Um, it, yeah, it's really... I'm having a hard time even reading my notes that I do have because I'm forgetful. But... Uh, no, it's just the idea of it. Like, Because as you're reading it... people died, and, and not just um, the people, but their families were affected mm-hmm. for forever. Like, literally, mm-hmm. the last few people... To finally be acquitted of what they were accused of, they finally, in, tw- in 2010, like, 
Yeah. That's like 300 years uh-huh. of working like, to get uh-huh. your family names cleared. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it is crazy. And, and, you know, they, back then, clearly, they didn't think about the aftermath of it like we do. Not that people think of the aftermath now, but knowing things that we know now versus back then has changed and it's just but it's so angering because I hate to feel or think or know that people were that barbaric when it came to others lives yeah it's scary it was scary and all she had to do is be just a little bit different or not go to church all the time to be accused of a witch mm-hmm. and then you're getting murdered yeah. like it wasn't like just okay jail time because even the ones that got sent to prison like our past life selves, we were tortured in prison. Mm-hmm. Those children were tortured in prison. Six, seven, even younger years old getting tortured. Imagine watching your kids get tortured because somebody didn't like you because of what you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's essentially, actually, well, it is different nowadays, but that stuff still kind of goes on today. Well, a cool place that we went to was the Witch's Dungeon, which mm-hmm. was, they put on like a little mini you know, play where they did um, a trial, but when you get, went to go to, down to the dungeon, they had, of course, like, it was like a wax museum, mm-hmm. but they showed the different sizes of cells, mm-hmm. where um, if you were, had a little bit more money, you got a bigger cell. If you didn't, you had a small <laughs> you, you had a small cell. But the thing is, even when um, the witch trials were over, the people still had to stay there, because they had to pay for the room and board there. So, until their family could come up with enough money to pay them off, they that's weren't allowed to leave. So, a lot of them died. They died in, in jail. Like, for it's no just, reason. It yeah. Really, it was um, for no purpose whatsoever besides somebody wanting what they had. So, the harder you worked to get what you had. I, I meditated a lot oh, on I'm my sure. way over. And, um... You know, thinking about, I, I think there was a darkness there, but I don't really think it was, um, what I got shown was there's definitely, there's still a darkness there. Cause I mm-hmm. ran into it a couple of times with weird, really weird situations where all of a sudden the situation changed. Mm-hmm. I Crazy, just weird. But what I get shown is, you know, th- there were witches out there, witches are light workers. That's what, it doesn't really matter what you call it, but I, I I'm shown them being strateg- strategically placed you know, everywhere. Light workers are here to heal and to raise the mm-hmm. vibration and, you know, you know, to get us closer to why we're all here. And um, the darkness doesn't like that. So the darkness takes over because darkness is fear-based. So mm-hmm. it, it connects with the ones who hold the most fear to take out the light workers so that right. the darkness can stay in control. And I, I think that's, you know, our constant battle with good and evil now. Mm-hmm. Is that, and that's, that's what I'm showing. It was there to take out people except for the light worker. Light workers knew that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they were the ones that did not get hung. They knew what they okay. needed to do to protect themselves. So. But I, I, you know, there's still a darkness there. So that darkness that you speak of, do you think that was that force? Pe- Cause when I think back of the whole situation as a whole, and you look at it, it's confusion. It's being unknowledged. It's unknowing. Mm-hmm. So these people didn't know what to think. So that... The darkness the, takes the over darkness, that energy and feeds them that negative energy and that negative fear. But ultimately it started from them being confused and not knowing mm-hmm. what to do. Because then everything erupts. Yeah. Because I, I, know, I know I get angry when I talk about this, but at the same time, those people didn't know what was going on. You know, it, it um, 
that was the easiest way to get rid of what was happening. And what was happening is that people had smallpox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and yeah, it came from somewhere, England, because that's where we all came from. Like, yeah, and that, you know, and that's where the, the witch trials really began. And I forget um, the name of the book. People used to do magic all the time, and mm-hmm. it used to be completely okay mm-hmm. that you, you practiced. That was a normal everyday life. You used, yes. you used herbs to create medicine, and there were healers out there, and that was normal. And then mm-hmm. one day a book was, you know, printed out, and it said that that kind of magic was evil. So that's where, you know, the witch trial start, started from, was all of a sudden it changed. It wasn't normal anymore. And one person said, "Yeah, because they decided to write a book, and a lot of it came in when um, you know, Christianity started taking over, mm-hmm. where you know you had to believe that if you don't believe this way, then there's something wrong with you. So You're let's evil. create a way to weed you out. But again, look at dark- us all coexisting still yeah. today. Ha ha! Exactly. Well, like- it's still that it's that <laughs> darkness trying to take over. There doesn't need to be. There does need to be dark. That dark. Don't let that dark take over you." And, and how you look at people. Because again, like I said, we're here. I don't care your color, your race, exactly. your beliefs, your religion. We're here. We're all connected. Yeah. I. What, you're going to hate somebody for, for... That's the whole point of the ascension is for everybody to embrace love and acceptance and raise the vibration. The more we do that, the weaker... You know, evil and darkness mm-hmm. gets. That's the whole point. Right. You know, when they, when the Bible talks about that good and evil battle, the you know, Armageddon, we're living it right now. We have been oh, forever. Yeah. It, that there is truth to that. But mm-hmm. you know, so you don't gotta like everybody. Oh no, because you're not gonna. But you can. No, no, no matter your beliefs, your race, your where you came from, no matter what, it, it's who you are inside. Not everybody's meant to. We just don't all mesh well together. Mm-mm. But you can accept each other. You can be and kind. not. And, and still not like them. I I know plenty of people like that. You know? But I'm 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 a decent human being because why take my energy to to hate somebody to the, to that level is beyond me. Because my energy could be put toward my family. Could be you know, the podcast and mm-hmm. anything else well, that our I podcast love. Family. Yeah. yeah. What why spend all that energy Hating somebody for no reason whatsoever. They didn't hurt it just you. Brings you down anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think my one of my favorite spots in Salem was the witch house, which um, I do believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that was um, the judge's house. Yes. Okay. First of all, we need to win the lottery so we can buy that. <laughs> that and house is so. Cool. It, it, I guess if they would sell it to us, <laughs> but I yeah. There's, it's a very. This is the wine being poured that they got me, by the way. I was going to save it, but... I let her. I'm sorry. You know, it. it's... Mm. Why not? Cheers. Yeah. We're talking Salem anyway. It. it came from Salem. It's pretty badass. I will keep the bottle, though. <laughs> but, yeah, that house was just so, so amazing when you walk in it. And just to, you know... It's been there forever. It's literally... I, I do believe, if I remember correctly, that's the one house that's still standing from the, the Salem Witch Trials... But just mm-hmm. the history when you walk in there and they have it all set up like the way it was. Mm-hmm. They were like, they preserved that house. And um, I did I did connect with spirit there. I, I, I got a little girl there. And uh, it was weird because she was standing there with her. What her day left did you hand. get a little girl? 
Huh? What day did you get a little girl? Um, that would have been, it would have been Thursday. Thursday? Yeah. What color hair she had? She had like a, it wasn't blonde, it wasn't brown, it was like, um, uh, how, kind of like, kind of in the middle, if that makes kind of any kind of sense. It makes more sense that I want it to right now, so I'm not going like, to out myself right now. Not like dirty dishwater color, but like, dirty like, blonde. A, light, like a light, lightish brown, like right in between. But, uh, and she showed me, it was funny because I, I had to catch myself because she showed me putting her, she had her left hand on the dresser and I almost reached out to touch it that I caught myself because they asked not to touch anything, you know? Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, I was totally into that moment. And then walking, I felt a male presence and he was just probably about a foot above me and he was behind me and he, he, um, I could feel the pressure on my back and it started to really hurt and it went all the way up my back up into my head and I kept on getting the word pressed, but I'm not sure what the energy was because I thought about Giles Corey, but that didn't make sense because he really wasn't connected with that house, I don't think, but so I don't know who it was. And then I did have my, my spirit box up and the two words I got was, um, hunting mm-hmm. and to come back. Like I missed something. So come back in, you know, right. where we were just getting started, so to speak, almost. Right. The little girl was silent. I think she was just showing me that she was there. The wife there, now Elizabeth Proctor. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I have a picture of picture of it, I'll have to look it up, but I think she had like at least eight children Okay. in that house, and a couple had died. And, uh, you know, and they pointed out that it's really fascinating because literally... They had the babies at home. So you're standing right. in a room right now where she laid in that bed and gave birth to all these children. It yeah. is fascinating. Like, it's just, it's an amazing house. Okay, but how did all three of us have something? Because I never said anything about For the me, little girl. I kept it I would, to myself. I would say that's a past life connection. That's that, you know, seeing it. You know what I mean? Because like, Desi was like, Mom, you got to ask Mary about that. But all you know, of us at the same time, I think that's uh, that's kind of cool. See, it is. Well, it's just, it's just validation. Validation of what, you know, I was... Because a lot of times when I well, see she's gonna spirit, have to come out there with it's us. more like in here versus actually seeing it. I'm standing right here and I see it right here. It's in my head. And I just learned to go with what's going on in my head. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what you should do. We're going to have to take her out there with yeah. us. I, I didn't think. have like have huge spiritual experiences. Those were the couple that I had, but, um, so, okay. I'm going to start here. And so I did get a reading Okay, and it was a great reading. A little, it's hard to get a reading Mm -hmm. when When you're a reader. Yeah. So, you know, he's laying out the cards and I already knew, I already knew like, so it wasn't like a mind blowing reading. Mm -hmm. If I'd never had a reading, it would have been. Yeah. Did he know that you're a reader? Did you tell him? He, no, he, well, not at first he lays stuff out. He goes, he goes, you do this, the same thing I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, he goes, in about three years, you're going to be exactly where you want to be. He goes, you're a lot better than you think. And uh, Boom. he goes, he's like, he goes, everything now right now is word of mouth, but everything that I can see coming through is like good. Like everybody talks good about you and they're going to send more people to you. And I was like, oh, Nice. What you just told me at the beginning of everything, like hello. And then you know, three years is about a good time span. He's like, and he's like, um, you have a Gemini in your life. So what do you think about that? And I said, well, I think we've lived a lot of past lives together. 
Is that my dad? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that my dad? (laughs) You know, I think that's why this past life, there's a lot of karmic stuff that he takes such good care of me. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, you know, that karma. Because I'm going to throw this out there. Because if you were to see you two walking on the street and know you two separately, you would have never put these two together. Oh, gosh, no. You wouldn't do that. Like like at all. So so I I do believe, I don't, I believe what I want to believe. Yeah, I, there is. I can believe that just because I know these two separately. And if I, what? You would have never put those two together. Well, the fact that he's 22 years older. That's okay. But that's, that we are two different personalities. <laughs> you want to know that I love telling people that? I do. So I'm like, yeah, my stepmom's only a couple years older than me. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's the charm, the family charm. I was like, yeah, I got it too. <laughs> yeah, can't resist it. But yeah, we are definitely complete opposite. Even your, even your dad says that. He's like, you know, he goes... This is really weird. It just occurred to me, and I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "We get along really well." Because he goes, "Think about it." He goes, "We spend all day, every day together. We work mm-hmm. together. We come home together. Mm-hmm. We spend all night together. We're on vacation together." But and you got my daughter in your face twenty four seven. You got goes, my son at work too. He goes, we, <laughs> we get along so well. Mm-hmm. I said, "I know. It's because it's a soul connection. It's a you know." Just like that's why we get along so well, why yeah. it's not weird. Right. And, you know, the same with Mike. It's not weird. It's because we've always been mm-hmm. together. Right. And so, th- that's so what the, my reader said, too, is we've always been together. Huh. I can buy that. I can. Especially, like, where I see ourselves, like, even right at this exact moment, us doing this and telling people, telling people, <laughs> telling people what we tell them, especially about us, um, just because it is more acceptable these days, or people mm-hmm. are willing to listen instead of accuse yeah. nowadays. Um, maybe not fully believe, and that's cool. But if you're listening, you're like, "Huh, yeah. that's cool too." But be able to share. So you know, this if you stuff. go to Salem, the I, I went to a couple of different of the witch stores. You know, trying to feel it out. There's you know, just to see what I could connect with the most. So go to the Omen. O M E N. Okay. And then I like the energy of the store. It felt good. <laughs> and um, look up David. He's a, I don't know his last name, but they only have a couple of readers. Okay. He was a great reader. He, okay. He, he knew his, I was very, very impressed with how well he knew his cards. I, I knew you were worried, not worried about that, but you, you researched the readers yeah, I didn't out wanna, there to find I, out. Because she did ask questions. She, she even asked me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know shit. Like, I. Yeah. And so I went with my feelings. The, the one lady that I was contacting in the first place, um, I finally did get back a hold of her. Mm-hmm. And she, she had texted yeah, me one. and said, okay. when I get back home, I will message you and um, to tell you what days that I have available. And she never messaged me back. So I took it as a sign. Okay. To just I remember that die. one because we talked about that at your shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, it was a great time. And while... I'm thinking about it. It just popped in my head. I want to say happy birthday to one of my favorite clients, Kathy Punk. She's loyal and she's faithful, and today is her birthday. Have I met her? Yes. I'm terrible with names, so Kathy, I'm sorry. She, she's the I'm old good. lady that's always calling and going, talking to you and calling you dear. She's the sweetheart. Oh my, she's very soft-spoken. She, she gave me a hug. I yes. love her. Yep, so it's her birthday today. I do today. love her. She is so Sweet. She is. You don't come across people like that ever. She'll be coming tomorrow, and I told her that since uh, it's her birthday, I'll give her the first reading. Oh my gosh. I just, this woman. Yeah, she's she, a sweetheart. You can't help but want to hug her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've actually only met, well, I've met a few people like that, 
but two people that I remember that I've, I've, I know I'm a hugger anyway, but not usually until, like, the tenth time that I've talked to you, <laughs> which makes you, like, practically family to me at that point. But there's two people. She's one of them. And there was another woman at your shop. She had dark hair. Oh, yes. And I said, I said, this is going to sound weird, but can I hug you? Yeah, I'm a weirdo. I don't right. just go around hugging anybody. Because I got resting bitch face. People think that I'm a B-word because I have that face. When I'm thinking, I'm usually thinking of something. Me too. I'm not yeah. mean. I'm, oh, I love having a good heart. It makes me happy. But, but yeah, I, I know I probably freaked them out and I'm like, I like you. <laughs> like, but those are the two. Oh, Kathy, she is so sweet. She is. She's very nice. I can't wait to see her tomorrow. She's going to have a good time. I hope she has a good. Holy crap. We got way off topic. We're all of right. Giles Corey. Well, Holy crap. He okay. started it. I know. I know. I'd love to party with that guy, that poor guy. Well, you, you think about it, you know, it takes, it took two days, two days to, to murder him. Every hour they'd come out and ask him to confess and he would say more weight and they would press another boulder on him. Two, two days. I know. I, I can't, I, I just can't even. I, how could you even fathom doing that to somebody? That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, <sighs> That's why I feel like the darkness took over. That makes me, that makes like the, my the insides hurt. There, but it wasn't with the witches. Right. It, it's because humanity could be that dark, could think that, that that was okay at any moral level. Mm-hmm. It is not. It, it never was. Like, I don't know. I can't say that I would feel different if I was alive back then I was. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but at this... Mm, those people told, that were told, okay, you're a witch. Could you, what was going through their minds? What was, like, my heart would break. I'd almost want to die at that point to know that I lived in a world that could act like that and not feel any well, moral you know, responsibility for it. I get the, it. the fear that overtook everybody and them trying to, um, you know, find solutions. But the simple fact was, back then, the little girls weren't allowed to do anything. No. They literally stayed in the house. Uh-huh. They were, they were property, and they meant yes. nothing. Yes. And so, girls started acting out. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, yeah, can't keep us down. The, the slave tipped it up. <laughs> she, she gathered them, and she told mm-hmm. stories to, you know, pass the time. Mm-hmm. And they, they ran with it. Well, Cause yeah. Because they, they, they apologized later and said they were all lying. Mm-hmm. And it, just because they wanted to rebel and get attention, because finally oh, somebody, you got was, it. somebody was listening to them. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just the idea of it. The whole thing, it, it is, it's so sad. And that's, I have, I have problems. <laughs> I have problems researching this. I do get emotional and I've, I've never researched so much of one of our topics as I have this. Well, it's fascinating. It's, um. Because there is so much history in it, and, and to know that these people had to, I, I will, okay, I need to get back on this, um, on the Giles Court, because I, I do have things, else to, I do have other things to say that go with it mm-hmm. at the end of it. So, um, they forced him to plead. Beginning September 17th, Corey was pressed. He was forced to lie down naked with heavy stones added to a board placed on his body. 
and he was deprived of most food and water. Over two days, his response to the request to enter a plea, my heart is hurting, like physically hurting. (laughs) Over two days, his response to the request to enter a plea was to call for more weight. Judge Samuel Sewall wrote in his diary that Giles Corey died after two days of this treatment. Judge Jonathan Corwin ordered his burial in an unmarked grave. I just had really trouble with that. (laughs) Well, it's disturbing. You know, especially the ones that were hung. They didn't even get a burial. They got put in the woods. Like, you know, just like when um, when we were at the museum and they asked where they were buried at, she's like, they didn't get a burial. That's like, that's awful. That really is. Absolutely awful. Um, I just have no words because the whole thing and, and saying that stuff out loud, it really sucks. It does. Because really, that's what his life ended up. He was an 80-year-old man and that's... Okay, first of all, okay, look, we are all people. I'm a person. You're a person. We're still the... Our insides and everything are the same as they were all those years ago. Yeah. Okay, imagine that happening today. Imagine watching that. Imagine being part of that. Imagine watching that guy die for two days two freaking days why people just stood around and watched like it was a yes and it added this stuff Mm -hmm. it's not fair it's not right no just like any anybody who was persecuted in the wish trials they you know they deserve but we are all so goose pimply over here it's insane and tears like it it's just it's i'm sorry to get so passionate about it but there is a connection there with our family Two back then. That's not why. I don't know why I'm getting this way, but something is overtaking me, and and that's not okay that that happened to him. Mm-mm. Just because, you know what? If you wanted to kill him, because you were gonna kill him anyway. Yeah. Why didn't you just hang him like the rest of them? All because he was standing his ground because you wanted his fucking land. Sorry, yeah. I'm gonna have to put this in explicit now, but. Yeah, no, it's... That's not okay, ever. And that's what it came down to, and he knew that. So, when it came down to um, them trying to take his land, he had already done something with his land. They they were looking at the wrong land. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't get it in the, you know... Good. They didn't Good. get it in the end. Those sons of bitches should never have... Ugh. Just Good. Like a, just like Elizabeth Proctor, with John Proctor being hung, they were going to hang her, but she was pregnant. So, she had, you know, her two-year-old... And um, they kept her a while after she had the baby, and she never got hung. But she lost everything. Uh-huh. She lost everything. So when when she got out, she had two children, and she was penniless. Mm-hmm. She had nothing. And no husband. Because they, back then, your husband was the provider. They, they took everything. Everything. Because people were... And she was a basset. Oh, I know. She, she married I'm into like, the Proctor Dean, but she, she was a I'm basset. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm but, all having a hard time over here. We both are. This yeah, it's... is horrible. It's a horrible situation. This is why we do not have a true crime podcast, because really, any of this is just bad. We'd be getting angry and crying all the time. Yeah, we're too emotional for a true crime <laughs> podcast. So, those women out there, um, I'm going to give a shout out to a podcast that I actually follow on the Facebook. It's so dead podcast. It's two women. Um, but they do wonderful things and, and they're also explicit. We'd probably really get along with them, but they also do some paranormal stuff too. And it, but they're fun people. But I give them props because there's no way, especially being a parent, 
being That's a soon future wife and, and loving my family the way that I do. Because everything I do is for my family. And to get ripped out of your home by these people just saying things is yeah. absolutely insane. No, no proof. Just saying it. All they had to do was say, "Have a feeling." I, yeah, I saw their not spirit even. leave their body. Yeah. That's what the specter. That's what that is. The hell you I did! You spirit. ate the wrong freaking plant that made you hallucinate. Like, like holy shit! It's so wrong. It's beyond. It's beyond wrong. It's just. <sighs> you know, what what fascinated me was like uh, you know where it all started and they talked about um you know Tichuba talking to the girls so they mm-hmm. decided to um. To weed out the witchcraft, they decided to make a witch's cake and had the girls mix their urine into it. That would be considered witchcraft, don't you think? But that was okay. I, was, I remember, you know, they had so many facts. Just like the when we went to the Bridget Bishop, you know, trial, it was cool because you got to be, you know, in the jury. No, the world back then was full of freaking hypocrites. But with this, with this play, they took straight from... The manuscripts uh-huh. of the court. Yep. So you got to hear word for word the conversations. And you're sitting there thinking, no, you do, this doesn't make any sense. I voted that she wasn't guilty. Everybody else voted that she was. Did Did you put a hex on them? I should have. God uh, damn it. You should be like, but, you know what? You clearly don't know who I am. Okay? And my family lineage, lineage is, <laughs> and you know what? She's not guilty. Hex you all. Right. This is Sorry, a little side I just note. spit on you, No, probably. you're right. This is a little side note. It was funny because, you know, they're all dressed up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What did dad say? He, I think he actually enjoyed it, to be honest. No, did he say Oh, guilty, he didn't vote. Okay. He, he did. He, he's, he's not going to oh, raise his honey, hand. Honey, honey, what do you want me to vote? He's he was like, like, he goes, do you really want to go in there? They might talk to us. He said, huh? What? Huh? What? <laughs> so, I was watching that. Why are you there was a, that? You know, they're all dressed up in their attire. Then you have the guys who are carrying their flags around. And then there was this little old lady who came up in, um, in a walker. And the one guy was talking to her. And so when they start doing the play, because it starts out in the town square and they're reading the, you know, news of the day. She, He's back there, and he's trying to be in his part, and she's pulling on his flag, and, he, and she's and she's pulling on his pants. Like I don't know what she was. She was harassing him, and he's like, he's like, huh, what? He goes, he goes, you gotta watch these people around here. They're really grabby, like. But he was putting it like you're part of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Trying to play along. That's <laughs> you. I know, but Aww. it was great. It was so funny. That that was fun. Well, anybody that knows my dad knows that he's like quiet. Oh yeah. So and and and. I don't want to say timid, but shy. He can He's an observer and yeah, a protector yeah. is what really he is. Want to talk. Right. Uh, unless you're you want, you're in private and he talks your ear off because yeah. he's a Gemini and he drives you nuts. Yes, yes. He will sit there and observe the people that he is protecting and watches over. That's what he's here to do. I believe is mm-hmm. to protect. Yep, that's all he wants to do. Yep, and he will just watch because if he's talking to somebody, he's gonna miss something, mm-hmm. and he don't want that. So for him to actually take part and say something like that, that's really funny and that uh, that's cool. I'm I'm. <sighs> I'm just having a really emotional day today. I don't no, even know was, what's going I, on. And I know that he enjoyed himself too. Like, you know, he let me drag him around. He didn't argue with me. He just, you know, let that me is drag. great. Uh, he okay. Let me drive. And just, we need to have him talk to Sean and be like, "Look, Sean, Sarah and Mary, they're working their asses off on this podcast. They're doing everything they can do to make it go as far as they can to." To share their knowledge. You need to go. Well, 
Mary shares her knowledge. I share my opinion. That's what happens. But I enjoy talking to people, getting people that would never know each other to know each other. Like I like, I love being able to be that middleman and bringing mm-hmm. people together in the knowledge and the just, Oh my God. Knowledge is power, but only in how you use it. Okay. You wait, have to, oh, seri- oh my God. What this happened? Is a very serious. On a serious note. Don't ever go to the Seven Eleven <laughs> in Salem. Ever. Ever. Why? Non-pizza place. Okay. Drove all day. All right. In a car. Yeah. 15 hours. Yeah. Finally found our hotel room yeah. after they rented our other hotel room to out to have yeah. sex yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. Mouse Going to mouse. Salem. Yeah. To get something to eat. Yeah. So I stop at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. So we can just combine everything. Yeah. Ask the guy behind the counter. Yeah. Can I have a slice of your pizza? Uh-huh. And he says, yes. Uh-huh. He rings everything up. Yeah. And I said, can I have my piece of pizza? <gasps> and he goes, Nobody asked me for a pizza. And I look at your dad. I said, okay. He goes, well, I can get a pizza. I'm like, no, that's okay. Non-pizza place. Don't stop at that place. I was pissed. I didn't have no pizza. Did he bring it up for you? No, he didn't bring anything up. He, he told me that I never asked him for a piece of pizza. I'm like, you answered me. So, huh. on that note. That's weird. You go there. Don't go to the 7-Eleven. It's been a long time since I've even seen a 7-Eleven. Me too. Some of their Some of their 7-Elevens are called Bungholio. <laughs> Bungholio. That's funny. In my arch nemesis street in Salem. It's Derby Street. Derby Street? Oh my Uh-oh. gosh. It's, it comes from just, it's one way, and it comes from like three or four lanes of traffic down to one narrow lane of traffic with cars on the right side, can't park on the left side, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to go to Mercy Tavern. That's all she a, wanted. Because it's supposed to be haunted. It used to be a funeral home. Oh my it's God. Literally the red light district. Can I find a parking spot? No. No. Can I take the time to slow down? No. Because no. everybody's riding on your ass uh-huh. and you better get away. Because uh-huh. they're going to pass you. Uh-huh. If they have to drive on the, uh-huh. if they have to drive on the sidewalk to pass you, they literally will. That's not an exaggeration. They will. Like, well, that's just like Manhattan. Then. You would be you would be driving at forty, and a truck from a side street would come out and just park and stay so, there. And so everybody has to stop to let them through. That's right. Like you're supposed to cut people off. It's expected. I okay. don't. I don't even know if there's road rage. So if we okay, let's say that we did decide to fly out there. I, I just don't know. I think if we took the guys with us, they'd want to drive out there, which would be Probably. fine too, because I would totally look up places along the way. Mm-hmm. To do, um, but how would we get around? Would we call it Uber? Well, you would have you taxi? just uh, go rent a car. I would. But, but, but let's airport. say that we didn't want because that's why Sean doesn't want to go out there. Is because he said um, some people that he's worked with said, "If hey, if you ever go out, just don't go out east because once you get out there, traffic is horrible." They said, "Don't drive out there. If you do go out there, get taxis, get Ubers, get th- that type it's of thing." Crazy. So but I yeah, like having the unless you're crazy, you're willing to be a crazy driver. I am, which which I was. Your dad's like, I've never seen this side of you before. I'm like, so we're going in. I was uh-huh. like, I was cutting people off. He's I like, turn you're on driving just like them. I'm like, you have to. That's me when I go into like downtown Grand Rapids because depending on the time, it gets pretty hectic. I turn on my soccer mom ghetto music. Yeah, and I and I drive, I drive like I'm going to a soccer game. And I'm like, got my trap music playing. Mm-hmm. You gotta get in there. Yeah. 
Because that helps. You got to have the right music. It helps. I don't care who you are. That helps you. <laughs> yeah, your daddy was so funny. And he, he let me take over the drive. And he's like, no, like there's, you know where you're going. You can get us there. Because you do. You have to cut people off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you find yourself in a roundabout. I didn't know I was in a roundabout. And then I'm, I'm like. Why am I dizzy? <laughs> where am I going? And what should I do? And there's like. I've never seen anywhere where there's a stoplight. And you have literally 50 cars in line. Literally. Crazy. And so you're not going unless you cut people off. And people don't get mad. That's what fascinates me. It's like it's they, they're ex- used to it. They expect, they expect you it. to do it. It's like that, that's like the way it is. And, the, right. and people will even stop because they know you can't get through and right. flash their lights at you and let you in. Yeah. Like... It's like, I think me and you would be fine driving out there. Sean and dad, clearly not. You know, just like, even on the freeway, it was like a little dance. Everybody would drive fast and everybody would slow down together. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'm going to cut you off, but you can cut me off in the next few seconds if you need to. I'm going to let you in. Right. It's all good. Right. Yeah. It was hot. It was awesome. It's weird. (laughs) It is is weird, but it was awesome. Wow. This podcast is weird because this is an emotional roller coaster, this episode, because we're going up and down, up and down. Then we get back on track, then we go off. That's how we and make well, our days go. We're supposed to be talking about Salem, and we are. We are. For the most we part. Are. Um, okay, so back to Giles Corey. Because that man, I, I don't care who you are, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. He, he does deserve respect. Um, it, just because of everything that he did. He, ah, just for mankind itself, he got tortured and killed. <laughs> just, ah, so, I, I can't think of the words I want to use for that tortured and killed all by the sake of his name because he was not going to let himself die and his name go on in vain. And here we are, hundreds of years later, still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, he accomplished that. He did it. You made it, Giles, Corey. You you, you did it, man. Like, that's awesome. It is. Um, so the legal term used um, for such pressing pressing torture like they did with the board and the rocks, um, was, the, I'm assuming this is French, um, was Pien Forte Endure. The practice had been discontinued in British law by 1692, though the judges of the Salem witchcraft trials may not have known that. <sighs> judges smudges. I actually have a lot of history that I looked up on the judges as well. I have, I found the diary entrances of um, one of the judges, and I was going to add into this one, but you know what? F the judges. I was going to say the full-on F word because we're going to put this in explicit anyway, but F the judges. That's all I got to say because you were all for murdering these people because that's what you did. Mm-hmm. You murdered these people until it was one of your own. Exactly. And then it was, oh, oh, oh. wait a oh, minute. We're going to yeah. change it. No, screw you. Some things never change. I want to beat you with my broomstick, you MFer. Yep, there wasn't a problem until his wife got accused. Exactly. Wait a minute, we might want to rethink how we're doing this. Hang you both. Hang you both. Impress you at the same time, is all I got to say. I am so passionate about this, and I don't even know why. It just, ugh. It's the wine. It's the Massachusetts wine that's getting me. It's the Salem wine. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because he died without trial, see, see, even without a trial, mm-hmm. his land was not subject to seizure. Before his death, he signed over his land to his son, sons-in-law, William Cleves 
and Jonathan Moulton. Sheriff George Cohen managed to get Moulton to pay pay a fine, threatening to take the land if he did not. You know what? You know what, Sheriff George Cohen? You're dumb. <laughs> and that's why. I hope you're in a bad place right now, and I don't wish he, hell on anybody. He is. That's why the Corwin house is one of the most haunted. It's said to be haunted by Corwin and Giles. Good. I hope they fight, and I hope Giles wins. We'll mm-hmm. go there. We'll help him win. This is some P.S. So is this tractor going by right now. Stupid tractors. God. God. You know, I just... Oh, I'm so passionate about this. It's unfreaking real. Mm-hmm. That is not okay. That that sheriff. Like, you dumbass, you know what? I can't get your land, so I'm going to make you pay my- No. Like, just people were shady as... Oh, shit, back then. I can't get myself to say the F word on the podcast. Shady ass shit back then. Mm-hmm. Just why? These, oh my God, humans were horrible back then. Absolutely horrible. I, but why? Why were they that way? You know, I think it was like, you know, living in tough times. People were starving. You know, you know a lot of the museums talked about that too. They had just gone through a harsh winter. Nobody had food. They were starving and, you know... If that was happening, then God must be punishing them for some reason. So why? You know what I mean? And a lot of it was the Puritan religion was going, you know, I don't know how to say it, out of style. And so I think a part of it was that combination of the fear of not wanting that religion to go out of style. So creating a reason why you needed that religion on top of, you know, you know, greed and wanting that land and wanting the property and wanting the money so that you can grow and, you know, Build your own. You want to know what's messed up? I just threw my papers down. So I still got a little bit to go on the Giles Corey thing. But <sighs> the world is still like that. You see families falling apart because of land mm-hmm. or, or objects that somebody has that their parents had and they're passing away. And they pass away and families fall apart. And, and it. <sighs> Why? Why has the world got to be like that? Why? Why is everybody so heartless? Because that's ultimately what it is, and it's I greed. can't stand it. It's greed. It makes me not want to be a good person, and I'm supposed to be a good person. And I know this. <sighs> greed is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So bad. <sighs> and so many people have died over these hundreds and hundreds of years because of this BS and watching families that are supposed to love each other fall apart over this and break up yeah and by family I don't even mean necessarily by blood yeah oh because if I can honestly say I'd take a bullet for somebody that's my family weirdest thing (laughs) again (laughs) roller coaster I remember I had an employee tell me that he thought I was family and I said well why would you say that he said because I I would take a bullet for you. And I've held on to that ever since. This was a kid, this was a minor that even said that to me. And I was his boss back in the day. So I'm like, wow. It makes sense though. Those are strong words. Family doesn't have to be blood. No, but if, you know, there's some family members that I would not take a bullet for. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but I know they wouldn't do the same for me. Mm-hmm. And there's, I probably got more non blood family relatives out there that 
I say none. <laughs> that would take more bullets for me than the than my blood family. Mm-hmm. It, blood family tends to judge you more anyway. Yes, they do because they think oh, they we're blood, your whole blah, blah, blah. No, blood. Okay, yeah, blood smud. Whatever. How you treat me as a human being, not because I'm your family, but because I'm a human. That's how I'm gonna make you family. Yeah. That, that if you accept me, no matter what, even with my faults, because I'm going to accept you because of all your faults and your, your learning. I'm not even going to say faults or mistakes. Your learning experiences along your way, I'm still going to have your back. That's why I would consider you family. Why I would hope that you would consider me family. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with blood. It really doesn't. Mm-mm. To me, it, it don't. No. Because I've seen so many families screw each other over. Like it's. Oh, yeah. When it comes to money or land? Uh Uh-huh. And most of the time, it's way closer to me than what I want it to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And and that's not okay. And that goes back, (laughs) wrapping back around, it does go all the way back to the witch trials. Like, those people, okay, Salem back then wasn't very big, okay? Uh Uh-uh. So, these people, they should have been your family. You should have wanted to grown all this. And they were sitting there, probably these people, a week before, they were well, like, you're a witch, you're a witch. They're probably having dinner together, going the, to church together. The witch trials didn't even, like, belong directly to Salem. It's just, that was the, what the would you say? The, the county seat, so to speak. That uh-huh. was the, you know... Sort of like Barry County. Mm-hmm. If you live in Barry County and you have a court issue, you have to go to Hastings because that's where the courthouse is. Mm-hmm. But these people were pulled from all over. It, I know because, life's not fair. I've been told that my whole life, but it's neighbors. not fair. It, it's not okay. Build a freaking privacy fence if you don't like your freaking neighbor. Don't kill them. A lot of the women were persecuted and hung because they were different and they were outspoken. And women weren't allowed to do that. I know. And you, who died and made them the ultimate person to say, your life is no good, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who, they played God, no matter who your God is, they played him or her or them, and that's not okay. That yeah. is not okay to take... I know our listeners know this, and I apologize. The... I knew this was going to happen. I did. And I, oh, this is why I wanted, I'm white knuckling it right now. And that's why I wanted to do this topic. Like, we could probably do a month long topic on this. I won't torture you guys like that. Because we will hit it again, especially when we go out there. Because I want to take you guys on our vacation with us. We mm-hmm. will do the Facebook Lives. Sorry, Mary. We will do the Facebook Lives. <laughs> we will do a recording. I'm going to try to set up a live podcasting so the people of Salem can come out and say what they say. Maybe they know different stuff than what we do. You know, you never know. It would be cool if you could get like a, to do a, a podcast in the witch house. I'm working on it, Okay. I'm working on a few things. I love that place. I'm trying to work my magic. um, I mean, I love my home. Mm -hmm. But I really felt felt like... I did. I felt like I was home. I think I felt comfortable driving there because Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't familiar, it was familiar. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was home. I felt like I belonged there and I didn't feel like... I didn't feel like a tourist. Well, I believe there's... People are drawn to certain places. Mm -hmm. Uh, of the whole world, um, 
and now getting into the spiritual thing, it, it, now I, I always thought that, because I've always been drawn to certain places, I never figured out why, Mm -hmm. for some reason I always visited the places that I wasn't necessarily drawn to, why, I don't know, I just had opportunities to go to the other places that were Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is cool, but not really, my heart's not in it, you know, like the West Coast. Cool to see it, but eh, you know. Yeah, um... And now I believe, just from knowing and researching everything, that there is a reason for it. Mm-hmm. That there, um, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. You don't know either. I'm yelling at the microphone again. Stupid Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, stupid Mike. Brother Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael. No, yeah, Michael. That jerk. <laughs> that jerk. I know he only does it because... Because he's, he's my brother. He calls it tough just, love. He's just harassing. I him. know. I know. I think deep down, though, he's proud of me that I'm doing something. Because he's always like, what's next for my sister? Because I'm always doing something different. Well, just put it out there. He's the first one that went to Salem. Yeah, he's just one, saying. Yeah, he's the one that got us on this whole whole thing. He is. He is. He brought light to it. I've always... Because we learned about it in school and stuff, and I always wanted to go further with it, but life happens. We grow up. I had kids. I got a job. You know, a mortgage. You got all this other stuff to mm-hmm. do that you can't. Now, I'm very, very fortunate to finally get here after 37 years to a place where I can take that little extra time and do that research and be like, oh, wow, okay, that's why I've always been drawn to that. Makes sense. And I think everybody's drawn to some place um, on this earth. And take that five minutes, do the research on it. Well, I think that's, that's why we should always appreciate the people that are in our lives. Uh-huh. Regardless if they're the ones that irritate us or the ones who, you know, bring more joy. Because mm-hmm. they're all there for a reason. So, because really, think about it for a minute. If we didn't know each other, we might have never even discovered that connection. That re- the, that real past, connection. Because, yeah. you know, you just, well, well, we always heard that there, you know, there was a witches in the family. But... We would have never made that deeper connection, connection. And further into it. Even though everybody's so afraid, though that's the thing is, um, everybody's afraid of judgment, mm-hmm. whether it be from us or our God, gods, goddesses, what have you. Don't be afraid of yeah. judgment. If you're Screw living, judgment. well, right. I'm living the life that now because I I I'm able to look. At the big picture of things now. I want to say. I, I'm living the life that I know I'm supposed to right now. I'm helping people. I'm I'm sharing what knowledge that I do have. And when as soon as I get it, I spew it out on the podcast. I love and care for my children. I love and care for anybody way more than I should. That's why I believe Sean was brought to me. <laughs> to to, to rein you in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I would give my heart, my anything to anybody. It'd be a perfect stranger, and that perfect stranger could be a serial killer for all I know. But I would still give anything to help them. Mm-hmm. And, and and he does do that for me. Uh, it's all about balance. Yes. And, and I need that, because I go extreme with anything I go into. You know that. Yeah. Anybody that knows me knows that. I go extreme, and I try to make... The best experience, because if there's people around me that I'm supposed to experience things with, I try to make the best experience for those other people. Mm-hmm. Half the time I forget about myself, and I forget that I'm supposed to be experiencing something because I'm so worried about everybody else. I really sound like I'm tooting my own horn, and I'm really not. No, 
because I'm okay no, with your, that. It's your own truth. I, I believe that is that is my purpose, to make people happy, to make them feel welcome, to make them feel loved, because so many people feel not loved. They feel unloved. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to feel that way. It is okay. But do know, there are people out there that love you that don't even know you. Because that's just who they are. That's what they're supposed to do. Yep. And that's okay. I... <sighs> Okay, I'm probably going to tell a story I shouldn't tell. Go ahead. I'm, wait, uh, let me get my glass. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, there. I'm crossing okay. my legs. I'm ready. I can't because I got to pee so bad. I can't cross <laughs> my legs. So, okay. I've dealt with a few. I, that sounds bad. I have talked to a few, more than I'd like to, <laughs> suicidal people. Mm-hmm. Some have been within my family. Some have been close to my family. And again, it come, <sighs> they just want to end it all. And why they come to me, I'll never know. I, I'll never know. But it breaks my heart. Some have succeeded. And that breaks my heart even more. But I am only one person. Mm-hmm. And to some of the people that I have talked to, it, some of them clearly have not done it. And if they are listening, I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of you for getting out of bed every day and, and doing what you need to do. You have a purpose. Everybody does have a purpose. They do. I think the suicidal thoughts come because some people just get so frustrated they can't figure out what their purpose is. And they don't even realize that they have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And But you do. How Our life is to figure out our purpose. That's the whole point. Yes. Wow, I'm getting... Okay, this is going to get way too emotional. Well, we'll make that... No, because you think about it. When you go back to Giles Corey... I was just going to do that. That, <laughs> that was his purpose. Yes. So even though the, the death is tragic, he knew he mm-hmm. was living out his purpose because by that execution, it changed the tide. Mm-hmm. I mean, the witch trials were very short-lived. Oh, like, gosh, Literally yeah. less than a year. It's insane. Yeah. And, but... It turned the amount of impact they, it still yeah. has. It's fascinating. Well, because yes. it's important. Yes, and, and we can still the talk tide with to, that about him in the manner that we do. And that man has so much of my respect, and he's been gone for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, I can't even tell you the amount of respect I have for him. And then to, for him to think ahead for his family and sign off his land because he knew what was happening. He knew. He knew he couldn't fight it, but he didn't give up like a coward either. I am not a witch. I am not a witch. Add more. Add more. I am not a witch. But here, MFers, I'm going to sign over my land because this is why you're doing it. He did everything exactly right. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's still in history. And that's why I can say his name today. And anybody that says his name will be like, oh, I know that name. What's that from? You know, they have heard that name. It shows to be brave and be bold and take chances. Stand up for your... And don't be afraid to be different. Yes. Yes, because he left stuff to his family. He knew what he had to do. He knew what was going to happen, but he knew what he had to do beforehand. Mm-hmm. He died a very, very brave man. He did. And I just and, and that's why that. I wanted to touch on specifically him. I know, you know, Bridget Bishop and all those other women, you know, that we have named them too. You know, I... My heart goes out to them and their family and their descendants that are still here by all means. Yes, because we got, we're descendants of people that were involved in this. We, yeah. we were there. Like, it, 
but him specifically because he held his ground. Mm-hmm. Like, I... And if he could do it, just we amazing. can all do it. Yes. In some shape or form, anytime we're challenged. Stand your ground. Yeah. Stand your ground. Hopefully, you don't get pressed to death for doing it. Well, nowadays... That won't happen. Somebody would come rescue before that because that's not legal to do anymore. But, stand, yeah, stand your ground well, for what you are. That punishment itself hadn't been used. That was, like, outdated. Like, that was, like, a very yeah, rare thing. That was outdated for back in the 1600s even. Like, what the can't do that ever anymore. Yes. I. So, if you're going to take somebody out, you take them out quick. That was extreme and, measures. And, that was extreme measures. You know, another crazy thing throughout this is when they, their test that they did, I think we talked about this in part one, but their test that they did to find out if somebody was a witch, uh-huh. tying, I, it was fingers to their feet. And if you drowned, you were, you weren't you, you a, were witch, a witch, yeah. but if you lived, you were a witch. Okay. Either way. Died. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. yeah. People were. Mm, they were not, I I want to say stupid, I'm not going to say stupid. No, because they, stupid. Well, they were not knowledgeable. They thought that this would really work. Where they got that, well, I have no what idea. they got it from was, you know, I, I can't remember the name of the book, so we'll have to look it up. But when they talked about... They were followers, not leaders, every exactly. single one of them. So th- that book comes out to say, you know, if you practice magic, you know, you're evil and you're a witch and it's, you know, against the church. And then people started coming out with books on how to figure out who's a witch and who isn't a witch. And they would go around towns and people towns would hire them, literally, to go in there and weed out the witches. <laughs> people are so stupid. Okay, here's my question. Oh, man, I had a good question. There's like at least two oh. major books like that. Here's my question. Okay. Okay, they were not knowledgeable back then. I'm not saying we are not nearly as knowledgeable as we can be even nowadays. I know that. It's all learning every day, every minute, every second. Okay, but with that being said, who's to say that it wasn't reversed? Okay, maybe witches are angels, and that's why we could survive an apple dunk tank and all that such thing. Yeah. Witches, oh, I just hate that they've got such a bad name because that's not okay. We have, over the years, hundreds and hundreds of years, they've been associated with the devil. Don't even believe in the devil. D- exactly! And and I cannot get into a conversation with people that I care about, about this, because we will argue, and I refuse to argue with people about this that want to say one thing, because I know that they have not done their research that's what I really liked about, especially um, the Salem Witch Museum, uh-huh. is because they give you, um, you go into a big room, and it's like a wax people, and they give the whole story. Yes. And they yes. Light, light the characters up, so that's kind of neat. But then after that, you get taken into a back hall, and they literally give you the whole history of, you know, what a witch is, how magic was real, and then the books that came out, that's where I learned about the books. There were okay. three different books, you know, the proclamation okay. that, that's evil, and the two books that really would show you how to find a witch. But they also, because, you know, through some of the stories, I'm like, what? That's, no, that's not how witchcraft works. That's not how being a witch works. You don't have to do all of that. Mm-hmm. But what I really liked in the end was they explained what it was. Mm-hmm. And she turned around and she said, 
Because just so you know, all that talk about believing in the devil, they don't believe in the devil. You're like, preach on, sister. Oh, they don't, hallelujah. They don't the devil. And they don't. There is no devil. And I, I do believe that. I believe there's evil. I know we don't. Yeah. There's, there's evil. Like... <laughs> They're all right. We have cauldrons. There's definitely evil out there. Yes. Without a doubt, there's darkness. But, but here's the thing. Peace, not the devil. No, it's not. Witches are here to protect you from the devil and dark things, if there is a devil. But dark things, we are here for that. You're... Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, you're missing us. You stop at... Us. Mm. You stop at witches and you think that's evil. No, you need to skip over. It goes... I don't want to say humans. Um... What do I want to say? Skip over the stereotype for one. Let go of what you've always already heard. Right. There's there's three steps. There is. How do I want to put that? People that aren't witches. Human human based energy. Okay. Lower he, vibration. Okay. Lower lower vibration. Okay. Then there's witches. Then there would be evil. Okay. You need to jump over, witches. Go straight to the evil because that's what's evil. We are in the middle. Okay, witches are in the middle to protect you. We are your... Wa- witches are your warriors. Yeah, exactly. The light workers. The yes, healers. Yes, we are there so you don't have to... Deal with the darkness. Yes, you don't even have to envision that. You stopped at us. You came to... You got there. You, you, you took this path. You got there. You stopped. You didn't keep going. There's always something more. Mm-hmm. Always, always. We're never going to get that final answer. Oh, my God. I think I'm having a breakthrough. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's Holy spiritual shit. Illumination, spiritual breakthroughs. There's a bigger picture than just heaven and, and earth. I, and I knew it was going to happen with God. the witch thing. I did. It, it, well, it opens everything up. There's so much more. There's a Don't bigger stop. purpose. There's not a brick wall. There's no such. You're never going to hit that brick wall. Always there is so much more. Go past that, jump over that wall, walk right through that mother effer. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. There's knowledge. Knowledge is power depending on how you use it. You have to use it. Oh, God. Oh, I have so much passion right now. I'm on one. Okay, back to... um... Gals, Corey? Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So... What a roller coaster of an episode. God, I'd have to say this is almost our best one because there is so much passion in this. And Well, it means something. Yes, it does. And you know what? I really want to hear from people that don't necessarily, I don't want to say agree with us, but think the same path. Um, not in a mean way, but I do want to hear from you. I, I Email us. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think. You could be like, oh my God, you two are so batshit crazy. Holy hell. That's okay. That, that is okay. I want to hear that. But Sometimes I want to hear I am why. That shit crazy. Yes, yes, we are. Well, we're women. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's what we do. It's called Shark Week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> we want to hear that. Tell us why. I want to know why. Just don't tell us. Okay, you guys are bad shit crazy. We w- We need to hear why. Mm-hmm. You have to back up that. I'm not gonna be mad at you. I'm not gonna hate you. I'm gonna thank you for actually for listening. First of all, but I want to know all that. I want to. Oh yeah. Our haters email us in. Well, everything matters anyway. It's there's truth to every opinion. Yes, I agree with that, for sure. And, and I want to hear all these. Mm-hmm. I want to get that knowledge. I want to be yeah. able to look at every angle, every outcome of anything that we say. You know, because what we are, it sounds like we're preaching, but we're not. It's just we are passionate about certain um, 
aspects more than others of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. It's, this is what we think. But we're also trying to throw in the facts in there and whatnot. So you guys learn something too. But if you by all means feel a different way, even about Sasquatch, <laughs> email us in. Let us know why. Oh, yeah. But we need to know why. <laughs> because that's going to give us your educated opinion. Yeah, just don't be mean. Right, because, that's well. That's just hate. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. comes from a lower vibration. Yeah. So. We, we don't like it. We know we have haters. I'm okay. Welcome, haters. Some of my family are haters. That's okay. They don't support me. That's okay. I don't, I'm not doing this for them. I'm doing this for me and our listeners. Even if you are a listener that don't totally agree, but you're open to new outlooks on it, cool. Keep listening because we'll give you different outlooks. Email us in That's though. Right. I want to hear from everybody. That's because we have self-love. Yes. That's what it's about. And, and we love you guys. Even for li- even if you're a hater and you're listening, so you have something to complain about, we love you too. Yeah. Like, that's okay. I, mm. We won't yuck your yum. The, ever. <laughs> that was reversed. Wow. <laughs> so I do have a little bit more. Sorry. This is, this is a really good episode. It is. <laughs> um, on, on Giles, Corey, I, really, Sarah? <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Giles Corey's wife, Martha Corey, was convicted of witchcraft on September 9th, though she had pled innocent and was hanged on September 22nd. Because of Corey's previous conviction for beating a man to death, because of Corey's previous conviction for beating a man to death and his and his wife's disagreeable reputations, he might be con- he might be considered one of the easy targets of the accusers, though they were also full also full members of the church, a measure of community respect. He might also fall into the category of those who had property that might be in question if they were to be convicted of witchcraft, giving a powerful motivation to accuse him. Though his refusal to plead made such a motivational futile. After the trials in 1711, an act of Massachusetts legislature (laughs) restored the civil rights of many of the victims, including Giles Corey, and gave compensation to some of their heirs. In 1712, Salem Village Church reversed the excommunication of Giles Corey and Rebecca Nurse. I don't care how much money you paid them. I just, I just, I, I just can't because well, I, I, I will go on place. forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody that has a soul, um, that uh, has feeling, it knows. I, I, I don't need to talk about it. It, it was just a bad situation for Giles Corey and his whole family, and even, um. Nowadays, with um, what's the word I'm looking for? The people that are still related to him, There's the descendants. For, yes, Giles Corey's descendants. It's um, it's got to be a hard hard story to hear, uh, to to know what happened and how you got here. Because if anything was even a second different, you may have not been here. You know, if you are a descendant of that. So like, there are its ups and there. And there's the downs in any situation. Um, yeah. Everything does happen for a reason. I think his life does not have to go in vain because he did teach us something. 
you know, at least me. Mm-hmm. And what I take from his death is never give up who you are. Be who you are. Yep, exactly. No matter the consequences. Um, Because you are special. Each and every one of you that's listening or hears this, or even if you listen to just this little bit, you're... <sighs> You are special. You're here for a reason. You have a purpose. Like, I guess... Everybody does. Yes. I... As much as it sucks, like I said before, because I was going to keep going with people that have reached out that have had the thought of um, suicide, uh, you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that was almost my suicide of another's hand, because he had no other way out. Exactly. Like, that, I, I don't know, maybe that's why it's so hard, but there are people that care. It, it may not even be people. Your dog needs you. Your goldfish needs you. Like, somebody needs you. Yep. We love you here. We don't even know you. It, so many people struggle from that. and, and Sadly, they do. It, I know. And this man... Giles Corey went down with a fight because he, even if they were to let him go, could you imagine the life after this? Trying to clean up your name after this? the principal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. There's no way. Yeah, I, he went down a legend. He went down a hero in my book. He did. I mean, so many people are heroes and actually each and every one of us are in their own little way because... Yeah. Again, I could get into a whole different topic with it, but you are. Each and every one of you that are listening to this are heroes in your own way. Just like Giles Corey. He went down, we still talk about him. Look how many years it went by. I think he was one of the biggest parts of the history out there. Yes, that's for sure. As to where we are today in in the government, where it's at. Because this isn't just religion this is also government like it's based i that's one reason why it is so huge to everybody everybody's heard of the salem witch trials oh yeah because it involves both it's crazy um i got another little thing here um excuse me henry wadsworth longfellow longfellow put the following words into the mouth of giles Corey: i will not plead if i deny i am condemned already in courts where ghosts appear as witnesses and swear men's lives away, if I confess, then I confess I lie to buy a life, which is not a life, but only death and life. Mm-hmm. Very true. That was really hard. <laughs> it's all about um, walking in truth and integrity. Walking is who you are and not caring what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, nobody else is in bed with you. Except no. for you. Nobody has to energy. live with your thoughts. Nobody has to live with your decisions but you. Exactly. So be you. Who the F cares about <laughs> anybody else? Just, wow. Can I read that again? Yeah. Like, I, I think you just listen to this again. Like, we can hold on to that as today as we live in 2019. I almost forgot the year. <laughs> in 2019. Take these words with you. I will not plead if I deny I am condemned already. In courts where ghosts appear as witnesses and swear men's lives away, if I confess, then I confess a lie to buy a life, 
which is not a life, but only death and life. And that's a lot to handle. Holy hell. I know I am an emotional person. So I'm an empath. That, I don't care who you are. Listen to that. Put that in slow motion. I'll read that again. I'll put that in later. So, <laughs> And I'll put sad music behind it. Listen to it. It will well, get you because each and every one of us can relate to that. Live life feeding your soul. Do what makes you happy regardless of what anybody else thinks. Life's too mm-hmm. short mm-hmm. to not be completely you. Yes. How sad for the people who live their lives and lies because it meets other people's needs. Yes, based on other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. That's not... <sighs> I'm going to make my kids listen to this episode. It's time to live truth. Yes. Because I don't ever want my kids... Because I, I live most of my 20s through that. But up until my 20s, like that. Actually, up until probably 35-ish, like that. Mm-hmm. I was not happy. I was not me. I, I was not... And look, these... These women and these me- these men, these families died in the witch trials for speaking their opinion and being themselves. Yeah, and then they and then they followed the followers anyway, just so they could have a death not like Giles Corey, so they could die like this and not be tortured like he was, or be put in prison and tortured. Yeah, mm-hmm. what what was the meaning? If anybody can give me the meaning of that. We just thought, we just said it. It was a lesson to learn how to live your own truth. A very torturous lesson. Okay, and then that goes back to me talking with Courtney Buckley mm-hmm. because there's that movie in play. Um, it's called. I'm sorry, I'm so emotional right now. I can't even get my like words out. Um, I have it in here. It's in here. It it is in here. Um, God. Okay, we're going to edit this part out. I cannot believe how emotional I'm getting. This is bad. Most the wine, too, but even reading it to myself before I got over here. No, it is frustrating. It's like playing with people that aren't even there listening, you know? Like, I don't, because I don't know who's going to listen, but it's in here. A freaking aunt. Aunt, I don't want to kill you. (laughs) Okay. I got it still on me. It's Giles. <laughs> oh, Giles. I didn't mean to fling you, but I didn't kill you. Okay, so as I was saying, there was that movie. Um, <clears throat> they turned it into a movie, a, um, a presentation, a, a play called The Crucibles. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. My boss actually came to me and wanted to talk to me. Didn't want to talk to me about it, but we were discussing witches, which was very odd. <laughs> For me to be discussing that with my my boss, but he knows what I do. Um, and I told him how sad I was that you got to go to Salem and I didn't. So expect my next year's vacation. I'm going to be out in Salem. So don't call me for nothing. Don't do anything. Um, but he he mentioned that. He was like, "Hey, isn't that about um? Isn't that about Giles Corey?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And um. So I got talking to him a little bit about it, but I also, when I had that interview with Courtney that we heard earlier in the uh-huh. show, um, I met, I brought it up to her and she said, you know, that's a great, wonderful, fictional history of Salem. It really is. And how they portray it in the plays and the movies and whatnot, what, however many ways that they play the crucibles, it is not the true story. 
Because with anything like that, they have to glorify it or make it yes. better mm-hmm. enough so people will watch it. Will be um, interested in it. Yes. And that's one thing that I almost felt it when she said it. You know, her being a tour guide out there, her first time out there was she, she was six. And she's felt connected ever since. So when she got the job opportunity, and she's a head tour guide for Ghost Tours of Salem. So for her to have that job was, like, really freaking awesome anyway. And for me to be able to talk to her was, like, super awesome, too. Well, she said what breaks her heart the most, as she said in there, you don't know that because you haven't heard it yet, um, is when people, well, she likes it, too, but people will ask her questions because they'll refer back to the Crucibles. It's not a true story. It's based on true events, but as any true events or based on true people stories go... You have to add in things um, to to make it... Interesting. Or... Yes, and to keep your interest in it for an hour and a half or however long the movie is or what have you. Um, it's not the true story. Just research the true story. Listen to what we just said about Giles Corey. Um, her son can tell you the whole history on Giles Corey. And I believe he's nine. Um, I, I, I got to meet him via Skype, actually. She gets to take him with him, with, with her. That's cool. You know, sometimes and whatnot. And he, he's all about it, you know. And it just, do your research. As I say, almost every podcast, do your research. Um, if you don't believe us, do your research. If you come up with something different, let us know. Let us know where you got it from. Yeah, find we, your own answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we want to believe it. Um, when we do have the facts to back up what we believe and why we feel that Giles, Corey, is a hero and got us to where we are today, not only in government, but also religion. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a lot. Like, that's, that's all I can say. Because mm-hmm. we'll be sitting here in silence as I cry because of everything <laughs> that those people had to go through. You know, even our descendants, Bridget Bishop, uh, Giles Corey, their whole families, you know, and to, to have the government come back and be like, okay, we're going to offer you this X amount of money to make up for the death and murdering your family. Bullshit. Effing bullshit. Mm-hmm. No way. Not even today can you get by with doing that. I don't know. Maybe now because people are a lot more greedy. But, oh, makes me so angry. Let us know. <laughs> Please email us on this. Um, it's paranormalxl at writeme.com, all lowercase. Let us know your feelings on the Salem Witch Trials. I, I know we're probably a lot more passionate than most. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Um, but if you are passionate, if you're not passionate, want to know why the hell we are, email us. Let us know. Um, also, keep a lookout for 13 Questions with PXL. Those are released on Wednesdays where I interview the different crews and stuff. This last one will also have Courtney Buckley in it, an East Coast Coalition of Paranormal Investigations. Courtney, she will be, well, she was in this one. I need, I need to go back to the future here. <laughs> um, but she's also in the one released on Wednesday. Email us your stories. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. Ever. That's right. You're so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your experience with yeah. experience with us. Ah, when you got to go out there and we're, oh my God, no, I'm going out. June 10th. <laughs> no matter what, no one's going to stop me. That's just going to happen. 
because I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's super, super important that, that we get to be out there. Um, we get plenty of time to schmooze our men into that. That's right. And raise money to go out there and take everybody along the whole trip with us. So, again, email us. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. <laughs> and we big heart each and every one of you, too. Like, yeah, thank it's you. It's pretty awesome. We love you. Love you. Thank you.